on the fastest two hours, two hours in radio. How you doing? doing? Thanks to Alex Anthopoulos who joined us earlier. Breaking news out of Georgia State. Sean Elliott saying adios. Heading to South Carolina. Efforting uh, that story. Try to find out more information. Mm -hmm. Fabulous couple of things uh, to tell you. Okay. And then then we'll get to Trey. Because that's not as fabulous. Like I'm agitated when we talk about that. So I'll, I'll tell you a few things that I'm not agitated about. Listening to Mike Bell and Carl Dukes. Mm-hmm. Listen, I, th- I think people know I've been doing this a long time. This radio station is having a rating surge, unlike uh, anything we've ever seen in, in, in the market for this format or any format for uh, I dudes. think we're going to be getting some Delta-type bonuses for that kind of stuff. <laughs> I mean, those we'll are massive. We'll talk about that, too. That was are. a fun day for Ed Bastion yesterday at Delta, one of our buddies who was in here live. But anyways, one of the reasons the station is the access and how – Listen, it's a football town, and the Falcons matter. And yesterday, to hear those two coordinators in studio, the way they were at, at well, in studio at the Flowery, the Flowery Branch studio, mm-hmm. that was fascinating radio. I, I texted Carl and Mike and was like, this Zach Robinson stuff and Jimmy Lake is awesome. That's great. That's you know? great. Yep. Now, it means- I, I'm going to guess that Raheem is surrounding himself with, with like people in terms of energy and smarts. Yeah. Because, you know, when, when people that are like that, you know, they it, that full energy, full positivity. Yeah, I mean, listen, it, it does. <laughs> you you don't it, it, hire uh, buzzkills to be in the room. Well, you just, listen, I mean, nobody ever wants to have a buzzkill. I hear what you're saying. But you want people that, that bring similar mindset of approaching life every mm-hmm. day, right? Yes. They talked about Raheem as being the most dynamic person they've ever been around, both of them. But I just love hearing him. It doesn't mean anything, right. by the way, because, you know, Arthur Smith wasn't great in interviews, but if he had a right quarterback, he'd still be here possibly. And I don't know if that, you know, if he deserved to be or not deserved. And, and you know, Ryan Nielsen was awesome on radio, and he was gone also because you made a coaching change. So both those guys sounded great. I just love the radio driving around at 530, you know, and and hearing guys talk football mm-hmm. the way those guys do, particularly Zach Robinson on offense. So that was great. I also made an incredibly naive tactical mistake yesterday. Okay. So in an effort, uh, I was waiting to pick up um, my, my kid after soccer, and I had about an hour window. And I said, I'll just grab a, you know, a beverage. And I was on the – part of town over near the Braves Stadium. Okay. And I rolled into Rays on the River. You know Rays on the Love. River? Right Beautiful there? Rays. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, I had forgotten that it was Valentine's Day. Okay? That's a fail. But let me tell you that Rays on the River on Valentine's Night resembles Mardi Gras, which was also. <laughs> I've never. poorly. <laughs> Never seen Aww. so many people, awesome. so many tables of two, so many ladies busting out of their dresses. I mean, let me. I was like, "What the? Oh, there's a reason the valet are the Braves in the playoffs because the valet near and, and, and Truist Park. <laughs> I, I mean, turn in, yeah. they do 800 covers at Rays last night. Oh my, 800. Gosh. And the people so what does that watching, mean? 800 meals? Eight, they yes, turn 800 the table? meals. Okay. Yes. So like, wow. So they're they're doing 800 covers. 800 folks are having uh, meals. Right. I mean, let me tell you about some of these little hoochie mamas too. They were when you say busting out of dresses. 
What yes. does that mean? Is that a day busting day, out day toward day. a part of their body, or do you want to be more pacific? Uh, or what do you think, busting out a dress? Uh, there were some because uh, look, I had to come in here last night around nine thirty or so, and um, you saw downstairs? downstairs. I mean, yeah, there were a lot of outfits. Oh, I thought you meant chuckery was like busting out of no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay. Busting out of means they're like they're very tight dresses with everything. How did you get that on? Yeah, gotcha. right. Yeah, so. Uh, kudos. That's a beautiful restaurant, and I hope everybody had fun. But not the place to drive. You know, I it wasn't like driving by a local tavern and say, "Let me just get a beer." Yeah, it was a whole thing happening. You're, if you were just, if you had a company or something that really talked about restaurants and food, food a lot, yeah, it would I be better my, for you. you well, because I spent your, a lot of time there. Yeah, exactly. All right, you wanted to uh, play this for the audience because last night was a really bad night for the Atlanta Hawks. You got first bl- of all, you learned that Trey got fined thirty five thousand dollars for doing the money sign. Embarrassing. His, yeah. Gets a technical, then he looks at the referee, does the money sign as if you're getting paid or you're on the take. League was not having it. $35,000 fine. He's four technical fouls away from being suspended. He has got to grow up with the stuff and the referees. So last night they lose at the Hornets. I'll just remind you, the Hornets were 12-41 and 41 to start the game. The Hawks were favored by 6.5 at game time. They lose 122-99. to 99. Trey yet refused to, sp- to speak to reporters after the game for whatever reason. Uh, he ended up with a dozen over 34 minutes. Now I say that to say... There is a podcast called Bully Ball. Rachel Nichols and DeMarcus Cousins host it. Yep. It's very entertaining. Yeah, it's first a, of it's all. a big podcast in yes. the NBA. So Rajon Rondo was the guest, and the subject was the Spurs and Trey Young. Why? Because at the trade deadline, NBA executive is reporting that it was very close to happening for the trade to pull off. Okay? Go Google the Spurs and Trey Young. And they're also saying they're a favorite to get him during the summer when the Hawks have to get rid of him. Having said that, Rajon Rondo was a teammate of Trey Young, and there was asked about is he over, underrated? Excuse me. Night in, night out, every team is trying to figure out how to stop Trey Young, and you're doing this at six one, only five years in the league. I mean, he's already figured the game out. Like I said, a lot of people don't understand how hard it is a mastermind in the game <clears throat> at that level, at the point guard position, being that only six one. You know, every night he's the smallest guy on the floor, still able to dominate, manipulate the game. That's why they they changed the game with the free throw rule. Because he had manipulated the game within three years of playing in the NBA. I mean, Rondo, who was a elite passer in the NBA, knows about passing, mm-hmm. terrible shooter, and won, has won a championship and been with a bunch of teams. Remember, he had a cup of coffee with us two years ago, was it, uh, Day Day? Rondo was, was here? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. You got more? Uh, yeah. He talks about a lot is on this young man's shoulders in terms of being a leader. You know, he's learning. Uh, he hasn't had many vets in to come in and teach him how to be, you know, th- that that yeah. type of player. Also having a franchise on your back, you know, I can't speak from that perspective, but uh, being able to come in at, you know, 22 years old and have a whole franchise on your back and still want him to do so many other things and produce on the court. Uh, you're asking a lot for a young person that, you know, is just now coming into something new. You know, I, I hear what he's saying. I don't know that, that uh, Trey Young is a great candidate to be mentored. Um, although if he goes to Los Angeles, certainly LeBron would have done that or could still do that. And same thing with the Clippers. There are all kinds of rumors about L.A. It's not going to happen. I mean, the, the, the mentor in Atlanta is Quinn Snyder. In San Antonio, it would be Greg Popovich. Mm-hmm. And you know that they're close. I don't think the Atlanta Hawks are moving Trey Young. And I don't know where those stories what came from. What if Trey Young first, wants to be moved? I mean, he's going to have to demand a trade, mm-hmm. which happens in the NBA. His mm-hmm. agent's going to have to call. 
the Atlanta Hawks and Landry Jones, uh, Landry Jones, Landry uh, Field, right? Yeah. Um, and 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 say Trey's done. Like this is just not working for him. So we're going to have to ask that he moves on. And and the power in the NBA is with the players. I mean, the power is when somebody says, "I want out," believe them when they tell you. Um, th- the relationship between Quinn Snyder and Trey Young is as good as it gets since Trey's been in the league. So that's the only thing we really that's fine, have going. But it's not working. So what do you? And the word on the street is nobody wants to come play here. He can't recruit players, and it's, it's just, just not working. It's just not. It's just not. We can't recruit players. There's a hard cap in the NBA. Now, you can definitely blame that we didn't sign Kevin Herter to avoid the cap, and we didn't get much for John Collins, and you gave up three number ones from DeJounte Murray. But, I mean, it's not like you have the money, you know, to go just break the bank. I think people will play in Atlanta. We were in the Eastern Conference Finals three years ago. That was a window. I think Atlanta's obviously the number one African-American community, hub of entertainment, um, phenomenally growing city. I don't, I don't buy – there's no tradition of basketball that dates very far at all, or at all, but I don't think it's as simple as nobody will play here. I just think that there's, you, you know, Dondre Hunter, you kind of whiffed on it, number four. You gave up three ones for DeJounte. That's, that's a whiff. You're worse with DeJounte than you were without him. You gave up three number ones for him, right? So Trey Young keeps getting better, and we're getting worse. And, and this, two coaches fired. Yeah. The so Trey, he's on his third it, coach or fourth yes, coach? No, he's on his third coach. Okay. Two coaches who loathed him. I mean, Lloyd Pierce and Nate McMillan, make no mistake about it. They have nothing good to say about Trey Young. Quinn Snyder is the opposite. You don't think that that's calculated, that Quinn Snyder figured out, I need to get along with Trey Young to keep him here, mm-hmm. and I need to change the uh, energy, and I'm going to get him to play defense, and I'm going to get him to work, you know, Work in a different manner. But if, if I'm Trey Young, I'm demanding a trade. As good as I am, and what's he post up a record, 1,051 threes last night. It got lost in the shuffle because they lost again. But, I mean, can you say if you were Trey Young and I'm in Trey Young camp that I wouldn't say this isn't working here? I, you know, I got to get out. I, I Forget the money. I'm not winning. We've done everything. We have added every ingredient, new coaches. Well, We've tried to sprinkle some players. I don't want to hear about the cap. Atlantic well, is an absolute NBA rocking scene, and we can't win. We are worse than we were last year. Yeah, no, we definitely are worse. And um, it, it, I agree it's not working. I don't know if I'd say I demand a trade because you're the king here. You're going to be the best player in franchise history, probably surpass Dominique if if you can stay here. But all for what? They're in a, it's a funky place, it, man. I mean. It, it, what, it doesn't what you, feel good. What, what was San Antonio offering? Day, did you hear anything about that or Garrett? So I did see that little headline. I honestly, I didn't get I mean, a chance would, to. What but would, I assume the number one pick, right? Because they're going to be awful. Right. So they got Webb and Yama, and they're saying if we have Trey Young and Victor Webb and Yama, of course we'll give up the number one pick. Exactly. Which for us could have been a top three pick because they're bad, right? Yeah, right. Right. And so, so that was, I did think that. that was enter, entertaining in the fact that could you imagine Trey with Wimby? Well, there's a reason San Antonio knows to make the move, right? They're not going to get anybody in the draft. Mm-hmm. There's nobody in the draft that's coming in averaging 30 points a game and 12 assists. I promise you, that guy's not in college. So, is the market real for Trey Young? I, I'm going to tell you, I, uh, our friends at the Atlanta Hawks are in a real tough situation. And last night was rock 
bottom. If you got thoughts on it, we will take a call on it. 404-726-0929. Sandy said it. I demand a trade. I don't totally agree, but I understand what she's saying. 404-726-0929. We'll belly up when we come back as well. And uh, who is the real star in the Kelsey family? You may be surprised to hear. Steak and Sandra, 10 o'clock hour, brought to you by Man Cave Store. Visit mancavestore.com. Lots more entertainment on the way on uh, 92.9 The Game. Signs with the CBS Sports Minute. LSU gymnast Olivia Dunn, Final Four Most Outstanding Player Angel Reese, and Heisman Trophy winning quarterback Jalen Daniels are among the highest valued collegiate athletes. Now they'll become even richer as they star in The Money Game. That's a documentary on the name, image, and likeness revolution. The trio will be paid a portion of the million dollar rights fee from Campfire Studios. After all, it is their NIL, I guess. A boomer signs. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? Brakes? We can save you 15% on that. We have OE quality Duralask brake pads and rotors in stock, ready for pickup or delivery. We also have calipers, brake fluid, tools, and anything else you'll need to do the job right. When you get Duralask pads and rotors together, you'll save 15%. It's just part of what makes us America's number one brakes destination. Get in zone, AutoZone. With your choice of select sandwich, nugs, fries, and a drink, Wendy's $5 Biggie Bag is your go-to. Your nugget wingman. Your hot and crispy fried co-pilot. Just like us. We're like the bag boys. What? Bag boys, bag boys. What you gonna do? What you gonna do when we bring your food? <sighs> For a deal you can count on, bet on Biggie and choose wisely. Choose Wendy's. Bag boys, bag boys. U.S. price participation may vary. Includes choice of TBC or crispy chicken sandwich with four-piece nugs, junior fry, and small soft drink. Third-party delivery pricing may be higher. Hey, guys, John Foy and Associates get an accident. That's not good. That's that's almost as not good as losing by 23 points on the road in Charlotte. That's like, wow, we're having a bad day. Um, don't call your insurance agent. You make it worse. Call John Foy, 404-400-4000. You understand what I'm saying? Like, you have a bad day. You want to make it worse. You go to somebody trying to mitigate, uh, you know, uh, your uh, settlement. John Foy don't mitigate nothing. He wins. He crushes. He More of the Steakhouse on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Hey, how y'all doing? Steaky and Sandy, 10 o'clock hour brought to you by the Man Cave Store. Up your Man Cave this season. Visit mancavestore.com. Uh, thanks for being with us. Alex Anthopoulos, live from spring training. We'll talk to him throughout the next few weeks. And I appreciate him coming on. We'll talk to Snit coming up, I'm sure, probably next week mm-hmm. when Sandy decides to reach out to our buddy and uh, get ready for Braves' season. Hawks with a horrendous loss last night, a horrendous first half of the season, worse than anybody could have anticipated. I mean, this is as bad as it gets. They are now, what's our record? We're sitting at, like, it's not the worst record we've had all year, but it's the most humiliating loss. 24 and 31. Yeah. So... Last year, we lost to a team with twelve wins. <laughs> now they have thirteen. Well, we got a, we got really good news if you work for Delta Airlines. A lot of our listeners do, so that's coming up. Mm-hmm. Also, the Kelsey family, they're just like us, right? Oh my goodness! Except they're not dating like the most famous person in the world, but they're like us other it's ways. It's Kylie who's the most popular okay, of so all. So we'll, there we'll you talk go. about that coming mm-hmm, up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
The Trey Young conversation is going to be a real one. Rumors that San Antonio and the Hawks were talking about moving Trey Young. I had never heard that, but it was out there with some uh, reputable folks. Sandra said if I was Trey Young, I'd ask for a trade. I don't totally agree, but I understand. What's your reason for not? Because you just here you're here you are the franchise. And what I would demand is what's our plan? How do we get out of this? Are we willing to spend money? Can we make moves? Can we make trades? I understand he wants to win titles. He wants to be on national TV. He wants to play on Christmas Day. He wants to be in, you know, Eastern or Western Conference titles. I totally agree. So ownership hasn't changed. Management has changed a little bit since he's appearing here. And what do you get drafted? What, 2018 or so? Yeah, so do you need to know a plan? So I'm just speaking. I'm being devil's advocate as I if I'm Trey Young's I mean, camp all... because, uh, you know, believe what you see. Believe what they show you. And it's just, it's like when you're in a bad relationship or a bad marriage, you can try every well, which way ma- but lose to figure it out. If it's not working. Well, they thought they, you know, they went all in, all the chips in on DeJounte Murray. That hasn't worked. They're not afraid to go all in. You just got to make the right move. And, you know, Jalen Johnson is the right move, right? So he, he's his career is moving forward. I, I don't know if that's enough to show you and go sign another guy. Or, I mean, you know, what's the... What's the win of being in the lot of of being in the playoffs, the playing game? You need another lottery pick. You need to like get something at the top of the draft. But I I hear what you're saying. I'm sure there's plenty of people in Trey Young's camp, plenty that agree with you. Antoine and Duluth here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Hey Antoine. Hey, hey what's going on, Sticky Sandy? So I I gotta agree with Sandy on this one. Uh, you know we Atlanta man, we love Trey, and you know he's a He's a young man that got a lot of potential ahead of him, but uh, unfortunately we can't and won't build it due to poor management, horrible trades. Uh, it's He's better off, uh, and, so, and, and it's sad to say, but he's better off elsewhere too. So he can't create that, that legacy he wants because as of right now, as great as he is in Atlanta, no one looks at him that way. You're, you're, he, has, he doesn't have the support. You're, you're, you're 100% right about his legacy. You cannot build a legacy as the eighth seed, as the nine seed, as the sixth seed. You're right. You cannot. And that's why Sandra is saying he's going to ask to move at some point. How could he not? And I don't think Atlanta fans should blame him. I mean, you, what would you do? I, I would say I, I, it's time to just try something else. Tim in Atlanta, you're on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Hey, Tim. Hey there. Um, Trey Young, you know, you give a guy a ball. And you have him lead the offense. You give him carte blanche to shoot whenever he wants. He's going to score points. You know, I think any capable guard in the NBA who's who's given that, you know, free, you know, he, whatever. He, he doesn't. He, he doesn't shoot too much. He doesn't take more shots than anybody else. He's an elite passer. His numbers are spectacular. He's not some ball hog that doesn't distribute. I mean, I don't know what 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 more do you want to see from a guy. He's a one-man team most nights. Like, you're, you're not recognizing the immense talent of Trey Young. He led college basketball in points and assists. He damn nearly is pretty close to the NBA. Garrett is telling me his efficiency number this year are the best of his career. Yeah. I mean, Garrett, listen, you, you, uh, 
You see how special he's been this year. No, he's absolutely special. I mean, if anybody who says the guy's not special, I, I don't know what sport they're These watching. These aren't empty numbers. No. They're empty because we're bad. They're empty because he's with the Hawks. Right. I mean, the, the, like... These are meaningful numbers every night to try to get us W's. Like, he's looking around at, like, uh, you know, Clint Capella, an aging Capella. Um, so, you know, a Jalen Johnson is finally coming into his own, but it's been a while waiting. Uh, uh, Dondre Hunter is nothing special. The bench is, you know, um, struggling, other than bogey, but – it's just not working. Quinn Snyder, we're worse than with the other two coaches, you could argue. So, yeah, it's a bad day. Like, if you're, if you're, I'm sure the Hawks don't enjoy listening today, but I've been to more games this year than I ever have in my life, except, except when I first moved here and I didn't have like a life. You know, all I did was go to basketball games, you know? There was simpler times, Sandra. Simpler <laughs> times, right? Now I got to, you know. Now you're trapped at Rays on the River at <laughs> yeah. Valentine's. I on can't Valentine's. get my car out of Eight, Valley. 800 coverage. Oh, just struggle yet. is real. I know. Everybody <laughs> has uh, a cross to bear for sure. What's everyone talking about? Yo, yo, what's the deal? We've got you covered. As we belly up. On the Steakhouse. On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Ah, it's the magic of the mic up from the Super Bowl. And details start to surface of the coin toss heard around the world, which was in overtime. What you're going to hear is Fred Warner. He's allowed to call it. He calls tails. We take it from there. The next few voices you're going to hear are Pat Mahomes and Travis Kelsey celebrating that San Francisco wanted the ball. And the last one you'll hear is Juszczyk when he goes, you know, they get the ball back, right? Is that how it works? Oh, like it is really something to hear this. Here we go. It is tails. You want the ball? Which way do you want to kick? We're going to kick that way. San Francisco received first and overtime. Good luck, gentlemen. They want it. They want the ball. They want it. Hey, they want it. They wanted it, baby. We want them to have the ball. They want it. They can have it. Hey, even if we score a touchdown, they still get the ball. I didn't know that. We won the toss, we were going to kick off, too. We got what we wanted. How about that? We won the toss. We were going to kick off. You know why? Because we know exactly where we stand. And here's Mahomes and Kelsey thinking, we just hold them to a field goal? Or we just get them three and out or whatever? Everything is in our hands. Yeah. Pat Mahomes like, okay, at worst... Um, in his mind, we'll go to another overtime or, or we'll go to keep playing. I am just fascinated by that and the players. and Because even you see Mahomes next to Andy Reid go, okay, which way are we going to kick off? Which way are we going to kick off? Because he's he's already thinking, all right, we're whatever happens, we're, t- we're going to have to know about the kickoff. Right. Hopefully we're going to, yeah. No, I mean, really it's, it's, it's embarrassing for the 49ers. Um, Pat Mahomes is like, I, I got four downs. Yeah. Um, because we're just going to keep going for it until we punch in the end zone and win this game and win the Super Bowl. The t- uh, New Heights podcast with Jason and Travis Kelsey is fantastic. And I just want to remind you, they taped this on the 13th. So this was not the day of this tragedy in Kansas City. I think that's important to know. So these two are hung over as bejesus. And off in the distance, you hear Kylie Kelsey start to walk in the room. So 
Jason. That's Jason's wife. Jason's wife, who was the star of that family. She just is, she's like every wife of like really not impressed. If you watch the Kelsey documentary, right, right. which is out there, she has a lot of run in that. Right. So uh, let this play off. He starts off by, put, you know, he put on that mask and Travis is like, hey, ask her if she was surprised. I was not surprised. Was it surprised? Not even a little bit. Not even at the mask. At first, was I surprised that you were wearing that mask? Yes. Okay. But am I surprised that you fully committed to wearing a freaking Nacho Libre Kansas City style mask for the entire after party? No. Well, I, I had it on and off, but I had it on mostly the entire after party. Hilarious. He's talking about when Jason Kelsey got, got to up the on party, the stage. Exactly. He just turned that. He turned it up. Like I, you wouldn't think they needed it, but. Travis is like, it didn't get crazy till Jason showed up. And then, now they start talking about his dance moves and him dancing and being out of control. Travis can definitely vouch for me on this. I, I'm right there with you. like maybe three dance moves. Travis is right there with you. He's yeah. like, you do the hip thrust. You do the stomping. The stomping is a go-to usually. I didn't stomping. do any stomping. Oh, the stomping my, knees, my knees don't work anymore, oh, so I can't oh, stop. Oh, man, no, it was the most it. electric, dude. I know what it is. What is it? You were so drunk that you just bypassed stomping. <laughs> stomping is usually your start. That's how you like get yourself amped up to start going. Ooh, damn, she's good. I love a typical wife. Like, don't you think Kimberly, like, listen, enough of the shenanigans. Right. Like, they're Break, so on to you. Breaking down your bad white guy oh. on the dance floor moves, right? Oh, it's so good. And then Jason just trying to salvage. We have that third cut coming up. By the way, happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> it's not I, but when this record, when this when this airs, it's going to be Valentine's Day. Just wanted everybody to know you're my Valentine. You're sick. And typical Travis is sitting there giggling, and he's you don't she doesn't see him. So it's just reminded me of stars. They're just like us, of like with the nonsense that is the husband. So what isn't nonsense is what Delta Airlines did yesterday. Oh my God, Delta Airlines coming up huge. By the way, they made four point six billion dollars uh, last year. That's their uh, net profit, right? Mm -hmm. um, and they have a deal where they're going to share those net profits with their employees. So yesterday was payout day. Valentine's. They did it specific. So it was the love for our employees. $595 million they gave out yesterday to 35,000 employees. Ed Bastian, who has been in studio with us, become a buddy of ours, the CEO of Delta, went to five different areas of the company from like reservations to flight oh. attendants to pilots to, um, you know, the uh, just the cargo area. Mm -hmm. And basically, mechanics, they had, everything. They had parties in every one of those departments, had a party with music and food and everything. And he gave back, the company gave back more than 10%, more than a month's salary. So amazing. So imagine in February to start your year, you're getting north of a month's pay bonus as being a part of Delta to say thank you. Delta is the story, man. And by the way, Coke had great quarterly earnings as well. So kudos to our friends. Take friend. care of your employees. Absolutely. Take care of them. You want to know how you build culture? It's real simple. So true. Give back and make people make more money when you're making it, right? Yep, exactly um, right. They're people a great story. So Ed Bastian said it. He couldn't sleep the night before. He's like, Aww. I got to, uh, it's the greatest day of my life. I get to go to all these places and celebrate. And he is uh, a lot to celebrate for Delta. Fantastic. So we are lucky to have him. All right, we'll come back. We, uh, 
We'll kick around more Trey Young if you want. I don't know if anybody out there has thoughts. Um, also, we'll play some three strikes. And what did Alex Anthopoulos tell us earlier that you need to know about? That happened early in the program. Steak and Sandra, Sports Radio, 929 a game. Ooh, damn, she's good. Sports Radio, 92.9, the Gate House. On Sports Radio, 92.9, the game. Big game of the night, Sports Radio 929, brought to you by John Foy and Associates. I don't know, Day Day, is there a big game tonight? Uh, it's a little, it's a little, light, uh, little light, light, but I will say I'm, I'm kind of torn because, you know, I like to follow the women's game. Uh, and there is a big matchup in the ACC. NC State at number eight, taking on Notre Dame at what? number 16. What? Get, cut the music, please. Please cut the music. You got one of the top freshman Jeez, players in please. the nation. What? Yes, man. Hannah on, Hidalgo. On who, on who? No, cut the music. On Notre please. Dame. Hannah Hidalgo. Hannah Hidalgo? Yeah, averaging 25.1 a game. And are they ranked? Ranked there. Yeah, they're ranked number 16 and they're taking on number 8, bro, NC State. Bro, All right, bro. I'll give you, you I'll give you me, Utah Golden State. Something. I'll give you Utah Golden State. Just because you married <laughs> a woman that is an athlete, a collegiate athlete <laughs> from the ACC, you see the agenda here? <laughs> His wife is a is an elite athlete that ran at Georgia Tech. Therefore, he gives us the ACC, and there he gives us female women's basketball. He's and authentic, it, though, with his love for it, so I like that. I like that. I don't mind it. I mean, somebody's looking to put some action down tonight and gamble and get in front of their TV, and, and Day-Day comes in here with Notre Dame, South Carolina. All right, you can have Golden State and Utah. Fine. All right. Actually, not. it's Notre Dame and who? NC State. Uh, I didn't even know LSU and South Carolina played. Now, that would, be, that would have been a big game of the night. When did they play? Uh, they it's been about almost two weeks when they last played. How long played. ago? Almost two weeks. It was a. I okay, feel like I that was a that. Sunday night. I feel like, I but it was a good game. Okay, I missed that. Now, if you'd come on, the people said, were wrapped around the building to get in there. It was the lead on Sports how, how much L. Duncan was live okay. on set. With yeah, that. they had their whole lead women's basketball sick. crew. It was uh, yeah. yeah. All right, all right. Listen, uh, I will talk women's basketball for a second. Uh, day day. Uh, and Garrett may have a thought, but if he does, then there's a problem. Um, <laughs> so, uh, how much would South Carolina be favored against Iowa in that? It was Iowa they beat last year, right? Iowa beat them. Well, what yeah, was Iowa beat the LSU beat. Um, I, I, I'm talking about Iowa and South, South Carolina. Carolina. Yes, is that the Caitlin Clark game that just everyone talks about, right? Yeah, Caitlin Clark, Clark when, yes. when they beat them. Yes, in the semis. Yes, semis last year. Yes. Okay, what would they be favored by now? How this much? year, South Carolina. Yeah. Um, I w- honestly, I'd say probably six and a half. I don't think they'd be favored by a lot really? against, uh, against Iowa. But no, Caitlin Clark is just but phenomenal. they're but they're undefeated and beating everybody by thirty, right? They just lost in Nebraska. Iowa lost. I know that's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. So I think they'd be bigger favorite than that. I think I think, think Don stayed like Rusty Manziel said. She <laughs> she ain't playing this year. Yeah, she built she's built an empire. Like they literally, uh, she's carrying that campus right now. Yeah. All right. Speaking of that campus, Sean Elliott from Georgia State's going to that campus. Yep. He he left being a head coach at Georgia State. It's probably a topic for tomorrow. Yeah, it is. Like you just left where you're the king of the world. You're the head coach to be like uh, just another guy, tight ends coach at a pretty bad SEC team. They're not. They have no shot in the current SEC with LSU and Texas and Oklahoma and Georgia and Alabama and Ole Miss and like you're not a factor. 
just like Arkansas. Good, God bless you, Sam Pittman. You have no shot. So that says a lot. He's leaving Georgia State. I don't know what it says. It says a lot. Somebody smart will tell, tell you what it says. I'm not that I'm not that clever, as they say. As they say in The Godfather, I'm not that clever. Here's our three strikes questions. I wrote this somewhere. I'll find it. Okay. Um, I'm fav- already on the Twitters. Excuse me? I said I'm ready for it. Okay, for I'm, I'm going to give it to you, okay. Sam. All right. God, he's talking about women's basketball. You got Trey Young leaving town. I mean, like. You just went after Georgia Tech basketball and South Carolina football and dismissed them as if it was February 15th and you're breaking up with them. So there you right. go. And then last night's Hawks game. Yeah, there's a lot of reasons. There's and a I, lot of reasons. I walked into Rays on the River to get like a beer and there's 10,000 people there. Like, it's like that irritated me too. Like, it's just too much. It's too much. It's too much. Favorite baseball player when you were 10? Because that's spring training to me. Favorite baseball player when you were 10? Give me an underappreciated point guard you loved. Underappreciated. You get that day-day? It has to be like, so for me, like Michael Adams for Boston College when I was growing up. Do you guys know who that is? John Bagley. Uh, you can't say Kenny Anderson. You can say Will Bynum. Wasn't he the point guard on that team? Yep. Right? There's Mike Bibby, too. Uh, Old Atlanta Hawk. Uh, I don't know okay. if he was underappreciated. Yeah, Bibby was a stud. He was in college for sure. Yeah. And then uh, clothing or shoe brand. That you are loyal to. A clothing or shoe brand. I was thinking about Tiger Woods, Sandra, yeah. playing at Riviera. He's got his brand new uh, line that's out, right? That's right. So a clothing or a shoe brand. Like Lululemon, I'm just going to say something. I know all the, it's the fancy, she-she, bougie. But dudes, when you buy a Lululemon, you just look skinnier. You look like you're in better shape. Why are you shaking your head? I just was looking at the um, clips from spring training. And Matt Olson is walking in in the, whatever you want to call it, the Mike Dan of the Lululemon. It's Tom Brady, your boyfriend also, has that slim pant that is so in right now. And they look like a zillion dollars. I have like a black. mm, That's, that's, I love those pants on men. Lululemon, solid. Um, I'm trying to think of, uh, TB12 just got, and they're, I don't think that thing has taken off nearly, which is why they're now in business with somebody else. You could say Nike. You could say Air Jordans. You could say – and there's a lot of things you could say. That slim fit, though, and the fabric that it is, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call you out on that. I think it's worth every dime, and it's very no, flattering no, I, to me. You're not calling me out. I'm agreeing with you. Oh, it's, I thought you were saying it's you don't like them because it no, makes guys too skinny. Oh, my too bad. Too skinny. Makes a guy too skinny. Are you serious? I stuff my face with cheesesteaks every day. I need whatever's (laughs) going to make me look skinny. Are you serious? I mean, I just did a cheesesteak thing at Big Dave's yesterday, and like 90% of people are like critiquing how I'm eating or this guy. Is he getting paid? You're just being mean. One guy said on on Facebook, steaky looking slim in that video. That's all. That just gets that's, me through my that's day. Nice. Hey, the shirt he had on Sandra yesterday. He, I mean, Styling look, nice. he, he was looking really fit. I was like, this dude looks like he can throw a large sack of potatoes over his shoulder and, <laughs> and just, you them. know, He's, he can eat them <laughs> and fry them up. So, what's your take? I'm very upset. It's time for you to sound off uh, with three strikes. Bring it the f- on. on the Steakhouse on Sports Radio 92.9. I knew, the game. I knew I was doing my video. I wore my most slimming T-shirt. And Day Day's like, bro, you look like you're in shape. I was like, nice. Yeah, of course, bro. You didn't. 
better than that vest I wore that day, that puffer thing that was a disaster. Yeah, let's not do that again. Men in puffer vest, I think y'all need to have choices in life. Get a mirror and let's just talk about wow. it. I've never seen a man that looks good in a puffer vest. There, I said it. All right, tell me who's up because my thing's not popping up here. Hey, now. Drew, give me a favorite baseball player when you were 10. Uh, definitely Chipper Jones. The uh, underappreciated point guard. When you, uh, it's going to be J.J. Frazier from Georgia, man. That guy could drain from anywhere on the floor. The clothing brand clothing brand or shoe brand that you are loyal to? Uh, Vans. All right, so don't call us if you okay. don't have all three all answers. Right. Okay. All right, now, you, now you've now. officially, now you've really ruined my friggin' day. All you know right. the rules! Okay. Don't call if you can't answer all three! Mark and Buckhead, favorite baseball player when you were 10? Bob Gibson, St. Louis Cardinals. Underappreciated point guard you loved? Ernie DeGregorio, Providence College. Know him well, played for the Celtics and a few other teams. A clothing brand or shoe brand you're loyal to? Blundstones. Bobby and Roswell, favorite baseball player when you were 10? Ricky Anderson. Point guard underrated that you loved? Muggsy Bowes. That's a good one. Wake Forest, solid. How about Craig Neal at Georgia Tech? Did a hell of a job. Clothing brand or shoe brand that you're loyal to? Man, I'm still a Nike guy. Let's go. Okay. I see that. Under Armour had a good run, but they're not. They're nowhere now. Mm, they right? really are. They're falling off a little. I, I love that Sunday Red brand. Um, you're down with that? I love it. You're yeah, going to get for your hubby? Sweet. They're not coming out, I think, till May. Damn. So. Damn. He'll be wearing it, though, this weekend, I would assume, right? I'm sure he is, okay. yeah. Well, say hi to Andy. Can you please explain to me why what? people bet on Tiger Woods to win the Riviera? Just, He's getting more money than anybody in Vegas. I, I'm never going to wa- understand Just walk this. outside and just... Light it on fire. Light, yeah, because he's not winning anything. Uh, thank you for uh, mentioning that. We'll say hi to our next show. I promise you coming up. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game.